Hey, what's going on, people? It's Last Name Good of the Straight Out the Damn Podcast, and we're back with another episode. Now, if I sound crazy, no worries. I'm in the car. I'm on a hands-free device. I am not talking with the phone in my hand. And for those that that may sound funny, in Georgia, we have a new hands-free law that uh, you can't have the phone up to your ear and all of that. So we took the proper, proper precautions and whatnot, but we're back. Another episode um, tonight. Edgewood Speakeasy, Music Room Upstairs, Elevators, Concert Series, the August edition. We got Milestone, we got Truth Haze, we got P Goods, we got the homie uh, Will's Thumbs Up, we got Jack in the building, and we got some special guests, and I can't tell you who the special guest is going to be, but you have to be there. It's free before 9 if you go ahead and RSVP. Uh, you can go to elevators with the Z.eventbrite.com. Um, even if you don't RSVP, pull up before 9 and you'll get in free entry. Uh, no problems, no questions asked. Uh, after that, though, price is going to go up. It'll be 5 bucks, man. Um, so y'all show up. Have a good time. We got an open cypher kicking off with a beat set by DX2C. Uh, he's dope, so we're definitely going to have a good time there. And uh, DJ, find me up on the ones and twos. And, of course, Cheyenne XO is your hostess for the evening. So pull up and have a good time, man. We're, we're definitely enjoying what we have going on over there and it's going to be a good night but so you know like i said um recording from the car technology is great right technology is super great and the only reason why i'm recording from the car right now is because i'm kind of in between things i had a, a issue with some stuff that you guys don't even need to know about but i'm sharing with you anyway uh pro tools was acting crazy right now I'm, i do a subscription so for whatever reason it was tripping. So I was like, no, can't go another week. I was out more than I'm normally out. Like I said, I've been kind of kicking in the house for a while since I um, had my little girl. And, you know, I don't go out as much as I, I normally would. But we were out. And uh, shout out to the homie Typical Div. His album, self-titled album, is out right now. Uh, we were at his uh, release party. I actually DJed for him. Uh, that night and he had a, a live band in place and he performed the entire album it was super dope we did it over at near georgia tech uh, in the backyard of someone's crib man so that was that was dope that was something unique and it was cool because we had that conversation a while ago uh actually when we were in new york about doing something like that and to see him make it happen i was so proud of him man so uh shout out to typical div go and pick up his album self-titled um, it's out right now on all streaming platforms wherever you consume music um shout out also to the homie afro banks his uh new ep out the mirror exposure effect um ep is out right now you can go and check that out it's also everywhere um he had a super good first week a lot of um pre-orders from itunes and all of that man so that guy's just he's killing it right now he has a lot of special announcements coming up in the near future but go and check his album out his ep out right now uh you should enjoy that but um i said all that to say while i was out for this past week or so i got a lot of good feedback the feedback that i've actually been waiting to hear so i just was randomly running into people and it was like yo what's up with the podcast what's up with the podcast like man we, we noticed we haven't got like a true new episode in a while and you know, I told you, I had the episode a couple of weeks back about why we've been out. And, you know, you have those explanations. But another part of that is just me taking some time off to try to regather and retool. I told you guys about doing 
the monthly mixes, which is something that we are going to continue. Uh, we will have a monthly mix coming up very soon. Uh, for those of you that want to submit your music, uh, there are some specifications. You have to be an indie artist. It doesn't matter where you're from, but as long as you're an indie artist, you can send me MP3s only. To uh, if you go to my last name good, go and follow me on Instagram, last name good on Instagram, and then click the email button and email me your music. Uh, MP3s only though, MP3s only, and it would be great if you could properly label your music. Um, and that's kind of part of what I want to talk about today, um, more so infrastructure, but um, properly labeling your music and the best way to do that for those that don't know uh, you want to make sure you have your name and your artist name excuse me your artist name and also the name of the song and tempo is great too even though most DJ software right now will definitely uh, automate that tempo it's always great to have anyway just as a label so people can kind of know where to go as far as DJ wise so uh, once again your name the name of the song and please kill the uh, underscores no like underscores should really disappear it's not cool anymore not even at social media names all of that is just makes things complicated believe it or not but just your name hyphen the name of the song in parentheses put the tempo very simple uh, and if you don't know the tempo of your song, that's a whole nother conversation. You should definitely find out the tempo of your song. And I'll tell you why that matters to a DJ. When a DJ knows the tempo of your song, like I said, once again, there's software now that handles that. Um, if you're using Serato, more than likely, you'll be able to gather that tempo. But I'll tell you why this helps us as a DJ. If I see the tempo, I kind of know where I'm going. So if I have uh, 20 submissions and I have... BPMs that are at 80, 100, 98. I can kind of visually see what I'm working with before I even put them in Serato. So now I kind of can start to, to work around where I want your music played in the mix. Um, it's different things like that. That's just tools to help out. And you leave nothing up to chance, right? I have, as a DJ, I have all the information that I need. I know who the artist is. I know the name of the song. I know the tempo of the song. So there's really no need for me to be hitting you up on anything unless I genuinely dig the record and want to try to do something else with you in the future. But those are just small details uh, that you can get. But that's not really what I want to talk about. But I did want to make sure I threw that out there. But like I said, I was out a lot and people were just coming up to me asking me, what's up with the podcast? What's up with the podcast? And so it's August now. It's a new month, of course. And um, that means new material. So we're going to be coming more, more and more podcasts. We're going to have those conversations uh, we have a couple of uh, episodes lined up that I'm super proud of and, and a couple of these episodes are with people who've been around for years and I for whatever reason I haven't interviewed them yet so I'm super excited uh, to be doing those interviews and I know people you've been seeing the No Buffer podcast on the feed uh, I've been getting a lot of good feedback you guys seem to like that that is the other podcast that I'm a part of um we actually record that live on Monday nights at the Live Hip Hop Daily Studio. So if you want to tune in live to catch it, you can do it there. But uh, the podcast is always up. It's weekly with uh, it's No Buffer Podcast with Cheyenne XO, Lingo Steve, and myself. And we just have a good time. We're culturally ratchet. Yes, that is a true saying. And, and all that really means is that 
we're bringing you new energy, new life, and we're also being unapologetically us. Um, and we have a great time. We pretty much say what we want, when we want, how we want, whenever we want, all of that good stuff. So uh, tune into that. And like I said, we do have those on the channel. At some point, I'm probably going to stop putting those on the feed. I just it's really as an introductory point uh, for you to get. A, uh, I wanted this audience to to get in to that uh, just to check it out. And you know, I sell that to say is I hear how you feel and I understand that you guys want more. And so I appreciate that. That let us know that there's still a demand for the Straight Out the Den podcast, and uh, we're going to continue to bring you that content. We're going to try our best to inform and educate and entertain i know sometimes entertainment you know education is not always fun if it's not entertaining right and so we want to make sure that we are doing all of those things but at the same time gathering you material that you can actually use and that you want to share sharing is caring and, and truthfully it's the only way that this podcast survives so i need you guys to make sure that you're sharing the podcast on itunes um apple music wherever you're listening to podcast excuse me apple podcast i keep forgetting it's apple podcast now but uh even if you're listening on spotify we are on spotify yes we are on spotify so there's really no excuse not to listen to the straight out the dead podcast anywhere you consume podcasts we're there so uh make sure you you check that out and we'll be very appreciative if you do so so it's a rainy day rainy morning actually right now in atlanta and um, i'm driving and i'm starting to think about different things and different conversations that i've had and it's really this podcast here is going to be a hodgepodge of information honestly there's no central focus because it's a lot of things going on in my head so one of those things are um you know that presentation that did that i was so impressed by that show and I want to talk a little bit about that, and I also want to talk about merch, too, right? So those are two things, that conversations that I've had this week that kind of spilled over to this podcast. So the first thing, the show that Div did, it was a backyard experience, and, and that's truly what it was. It was an experience. It was a memorable moment, and you've heard me talk about memorable moments often on this podcast about, as an artist, as an indie artist, number one, we have to know what the game is, Right? true the technology has changed and streaming essentially is everything and yes that is cool i get it i understand it um we know what it is and that's true you have to kind of change with the times if you will um the times have to be you can't just keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result right we've heard that that's that's like what the definition of insanity is expecting a different result um doing things over and over expecting different results but for us you know the game is different right and so it's so easy to see what's going on out here in the climate and think that you're on the same playing field and you know this is not to discredit you or make you feel down or anything like that in a way you are on the same playing field as far as getting your music out to the world but the difference is there are some some other factors that are happening there are some other factors that are happening sorry i had to put my uh record piece in because it was getting a lot of noise going on but um believe it or not there's a lot of things that are happening um that are changing the landscape right like there are things that are happening that you and i may not be aware of 
Well, I'm, I'm aware of it, but you, as an artist, you may not be aware of it. So you see your music on Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, just like you see Jay-Z, just like you see Drake. And that's great because the truth is your music is in the same place as those people. And that is a huge advantage in the marketplace where back in the day when it was only CDs, of course, your music wasn't in Best Buys like, like everyone else's. And if it was, you have about three or four CDs compared to, you know, a hundred or even thousands of, of that CD of your competitor. But today, your stuff is in the same place as everyone else. So that's, that's a plus. Number one, that's definitely a plus. But on the flip side of that, yes, your music is in, in all of those places. And yes, technically, you're on the same playing field. But the difference is, it's, it's called marketing. And it's called marketing budgets. And it's called algorithms. And the disadvantage that you have as an indie artist is that all of those things, unless you have a huge budget to do that, you're not going to get the same the same looks as those artists. And, and I mean, when you think about it, it makes sense, right? Like, to get the same look as a Drake, you've got to be doing the same numbers as a Drake. And, you know, if you're not, then, of course, it's going to be kind of difficult for you. But I say all that to say is, unless you have a huge marketing budget in place, you're going to, you're, it's an uphill battle for you, right? And so, my job here at Straight Out of Damn Podcast is to give you different ideas to, to kind of compete in that same marketplace. So, right, um, how do you compete? You have to get smarter. You have to be more insightful with the things that you're doing, and you have to get creative. And I, this goes back to what Div did, right? Typical Div, the self-titled experience, if you, if you will. So he created a memorable moment. Now, a memorable moment is something that you'll never forget, no matter who you are, no matter if you're, you know, you're young, small. For me, my memorable moment, and I've used this example before, but I'll use it again. My memorable moment is when I was young, my dad was working with a rap group. That rap group opened up for Outkast and Little John and the Capers. All of these people was on one show. Um, but my dad opened up, um, he was the producer and uh you know, playing live with, with this group, this rap group, and they opened up for Outkast. This was at, uh, I can't even remember exactly the date, but it was around the time when um, ATL, it was like ATL is, and then before uh, equipment, I saw roughly 96, 97, right? And this time I would have been, you know, a fresh teenager, like maybe 13 or something like that. And I'm giving you guys my age if you if you don't know my age or whatever but it was around that time and the show was at middle georgia college and state university and uh no georgia state college and university in milledgeville i think that's where it was right so did this show it was a great time being backstage with outcast because the group was all you know we shared a green room space it was back then before outcast was like huge right this was they were still good and they were platinum, but you know, at, at the grand scheme of things, they were still a, a touring act and, and trying to get known. So this was like me and you, uh, elevators and all of that stuff, right? So 
backstage. And I'll never forget the way that they pulled up to the venue. They were in two, like, I call them granddad vans. You know, the huge vans, uh, like the caravans type thing. But there were two deep, two vans, and they came in. And backstage, everybody was cool. Everybody was having a good conversation, talking, blah, blah, blah. Nothing, you know, nothing crazy. But I remember that because Outkast was really my favorite group at the time. It was between Goody Mob and Outkast. You know, I was kind of following both. And opened up, got a chance to, like, pretty much be stage right watching Outkast perform as a 12-year-old, 13-year-old. was, like, crazy. And then on top of that, we they had an after party and... Like I said, I was 12 or 13, and I'm inside of the after party at this house with Outkast. It was crazy, right? So that's a memorable moment for me. I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. Never. Like, I'm always going to remember that. I'm going to share that story with my daughter one day. Never going to forget it. So I say all that to say that's a memorable moment. And as an indie artist, you got to figure out ways to how to create those memorable moments that stick with people. Because right now you don't have that, you know, and maybe you do. Maybe you have $100,000 to, to spend on marketing. And if you do, then honestly, you're ahead of the game. And kudos to you because that's a, that's a good chunk uh, of money to be used for, for marketing. And if you have that, then by all means, man, like, go ahead. You don't need me right now. You really don't. Uh, but if you're like most artists that are still figuring it out and, and you know, you're, you're working on limited funds, he got to figure out a way to be creative and come up with these creative moments. So what Div did, he went to some friends like, hey, I want to throw a party, a concert in your backyard. And I don't care about it being 100,000 people there. I don't care about it being 1,000, 500. I need 50 people there that are willing to have come and have a great time. And that's what we had. It was probably more than 50. Maybe it was closer to 100. But um, people here just having like a house party style vibe. So you had drinks it was a bar set up shout out to kia she was the bartender serving old fashions div has wine and he has coffee and he had coffee and wine there was phenomenal um how many artists you know that have coffee and wine shout out to div div this is like a podcast dedicated to you i guess but hey whatever so coffee wine old fashions whiskey there um had a merch set up and he had this you know, send Div on tour basket where it was just donations. Well, everything was free, but the goal was like, hey, donate, donate, donate. So put money in the basket if you, if you want to uh, put Div on tour. It was just that simple, right? And so that's what was going on. There was a cool DJ there. He was killing the crowd, you know, having a good time. And everyone was having a great time. There was, uh, I don't know, I can't remember if there was food. I got there a little bit later, so maybe I missed the food. But there was free alcohol, like I said, free alcohol um, and merch available. And you got entertainment. It was, it was a great night. And I walked away from that thinking about, man, like that was a cool experience. We got a, a, a live concert of unreleased music because the album didn't come out yet. It actually came out at 12 that night. Um, but unreleased music it was a cool experience it was it up close and impersonal so you didn't feel like just somebody that paid money to go to a concert you know how sometimes you go to a concert and if you're not the person that's spending the five and six hundred dollars you kind of feel like uh i'm here but i'm like all the way in the back you know that's why i typically like going to the more intimate shows 
like in your face feel like I'm actually a part of the situation. But you're, you know, you, unless you're willing to pay that five or six hundred bucks, you're kind of just like, uh, I'm just here. But that, that everyone was up close and personal. You could adapt Div up. It felt like Div was doing something completely for me. And he created a memorable moment. I can guarantee every person that was there is going to remember that show for the rest of their lives. Like, even when Div blows up and becomes a megastar, they will remember the night that Div did a full concert in the backyard over by Georgia Tech. You will remember that. And so I say all that to say, that's what this is about. Find a way to create a memorable moment that no one will ever forget. Now, there's some unique ways to do that. And, you know, we can go over those. That's cool. But you got to really find what was makes sense to you. If you want to duplicate what Div did, by all means, go ahead and try to pull it off. That's I'm not taking away from that at all. But you got to do something that makes sense for you. What is that? What does your brand represent? You know, if your brand, if you're somebody that loves cars, then maybe you should be doing some type of event that involves cars. Whether that's doing something at a car show. There's all kind of things that you can do. All kind of things. And I don't, you know, I don't have to give you specific examples, but you just got to be super creative. Find out what your brand is, what your brand says about you, and then go for it. Brainstorm. Get a team together. Throw out ideas, man. Put a, get a whiteboard. And any idea that you can come up with, write it on the whiteboard. There's no right or wrong idea. It's all about execution, right? You can come up with 20 ideas but only be able to execute one or two of them. And that's cool. Execute the one or two. Those other 18, keep them on the board. One day you might be able to, to execute those or find someone that can help you execute those. But write the ideas on the board. Keep, keep brainstorming. Keep brainstorming. Never stop brainstorming. And get creative, right? If your branding says strip club, then maybe you should pull up to Peaches of Atlanta and shoot a video outside and just call people, text people, tell them, hey, like, show up. I'm shooting a video outside of Peaches, whatever, you know, create a memorable moment. Hey, um, come come here. I'm paying for everybody to get in. The first 20 people, you're coming with me. We're shooting a video inside. Whatever it is, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm only saying that because right now I'm on Ralph David Abernathy in Whitehall and Peaches is right here. So I'm using that as an example. But do whatever you need to do to be creative. Figure that out. Create that memorable moment. Make people remember you in whatever you're doing because if you can't be remembered you're gonna be forgotten and I know that's simple but that's so true whatever you do you gotta be remembered we live in a in a society right now where everything's about you know entertainment going viral funny serious all of those things but they want to be it has to be memorable right we talked about earlier like if, if as an indie artist you're doing an uphill battle it's hard to compete with the drakes if you don't have a million dollars behind you it just it's the truth the also other part of it is when it comes to streaming yes you can you can get a million streams i don't think that's impossible as an indie artist at all in fact i know several people that's been able to accomplish that the the harsh reality is it's going to take a while to get a million streams and that's okay i'm not saying stop take your music off streaming platforms if you can build your own platform by all means do that i'm not telling you to take it off streaming platforms but what i am saying is the reality is 
you're not going to make the bulk of your money right now off of streaming. Now, what you can do with streaming is find out where your fans are listening to your music and route a tour. If I have 20,000 listeners in Chicago, I need to be in Chicago on tour. I got to figure out a way to get to Chicago. If I have 300,000 listeners in Tuskegee, Alabama, why am I not going to Tuskegee, Alabama to do a show? It doesn't make sense. I don't care where you're from. You can be from L.A. You can be from Atlanta. You can be from New York. Follow the numbers. That's the only thing that matters. The data is what matters. Follow the data. If your listenership and viewership is in another place that's not your hometown, then guess what? You made it. You broke the ceiling. You have officially figured out how to be listened to outside of your city. It's cool to blow up in your city, man. I'm not trying to to debate that. Everybody wants to be the man of their city, but guess what? You might be the man somewhere else. And if you're the man somewhere else, by all means, go and be the man somewhere else. Or woman. Like, it doesn't matter. Go, Go where the numbers go and dictate. Follow the data. You know, you gotta follow the data. I think that might be the name of this week's podcast, Follow the Data. You gotta look at those. You gotta learn analytics. You know, if you're looking at um, your website look at your website traffic see where people are viewing your website now go and look at your numbers from Spotify Uh, you know go and look at that data and see where are people listening to my music go to SoundCloud and look at the data see where people are listening to your music you know um, on your website where 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 are the people that just buying the merch follow the data Go to those places. Do those creative shows in those places. You know, do those creative ideas in those places. Figure out how to be the man where the data is. Forget about being the man where you're at right now. Because, you know, the, the harsh reality is you might not be the man where you're at right now. You know, that's cool. Follow the data. That's That's really what it's about, following the data. And being creative. And so... The other part of being creative and doing creative things is, you know, attractive merch. Um, We've talked about this in in, in group chats and and may even had a podcast about it, too. And so if I have, I apologize for the redundancy. But, hey, sometimes you need to hear this information more than once. And so attractive merch is one of those things where we take for granted. Right. So think about this. What is your name? What's your rapper name? Alright, so right now as an indie artist, the truth is you, you're still building a fan base, right? And so you don't have the luxury of everybody knowing who you are. That's fair. That's fair to say, right? Alright, so if you don't have the luxury of everybody knowing who you are, then ask yourself real tough questions. And ask your, your, your crew and, and, you know, even get on social media and ask your fans tough questions. Right now... My name is Last Name Good, right? That's my name, Last Name Good. What is the incentive for someone to buy a t-shirt that says Last Name Good on it? Right now, what's the incentive? There's not much of an incentive. I can give you the answer to it. For you to have merch that says Last Name Good, right? Now, if I brand that to make it feel like, and, and I do try my best to brand it like when people ask me what's my name I said 
my name, my last name is Good. And it was like, oh man, that's cool. It's like, man, my last name Good too. And you can change that. My last name is Good in these streets. My last name is Good at, in the wherever, you know. Um, but right now, there's not a real incentive to buy a T-shirt that says last name Good. So that's why you don't have any last name Good merch available right now because I'm still branding, right? A last name Good hat does that is that beneficial for you? Right, and that's part of the reason why we kind of took a step back. Like, yes, our merch is still available on straightoutthedin.com. Yes, you can pick up a Straight Out the Den shirt. That's cool if you're fans of the podcast. But I'll tell you the shirt that we sold the most. It's our lazy shirt. You know, way back when I started calling listeners to this podcast lazies, and that may have shifted some time ago. But as a lazy, it's, it's a, a, a a very clear-cut idea it's the word lazies with the s being a dollar sign and i made that because in society people call creatives lazy at times because they don't get it you know the average person sees what you're doing want to do music produce you know draw oh you're lazy because you don't want to go to school or you don't want to work a traditional job so people come off thinking like oh you're just being lazy well the truth is i'm not being lazy at all i'm just a creative and i figured out or trying to figure out another way to get to the money and that's why that s is at the end with a dollar sign like yeah you might to everybody else you're being lazy but you're just working your way to, to get to where you want to be to get to the dollar where everyone else is is really trying to get to it's the hustle to get to the dollar but that's the shirt that sells the most on our straight out the damn website, the lazy shirt. Uh, we've sold snapbacks and dad hats, and, and those do okay. But the truth is, the lazy shirts is what's really selling. That's what people really like to buy. Uh, and probably because that has, it's cool, it looks unique, it's attractive, it's attractive merch. Straight out the den itself is maybe not be too attractive to you. Like, what is straight out the den? Now I have to explain that. That doesn't, you know, it doesn't correlate with everyone. I'll go to Paid in America, right? Our rap name, our group name is Paid in America. But we also have the luxury of having a group name that is also a statement. Paid in America with three Ks. Right? That says something. That's unique. That's attractive. People see that and they they have questions. They want to know, but what's the meaning of that? Why did you choose to, to, to design it that way? Why does it look like that? You know? All of these questions come about and it creates dialogue and now we can actually do something. But that's a unique circumstance. Everyone doesn't have that. You know, if your name is just your rapper name, you got to give people an incentive to want to buy merch with just your rapper name on it. So you might have to do some other things around that. You might have to do slogans. Uh, Slogans work because people are attached to slogans. They might like what your slogan says. So... At the end of the day, your merch has to figure out a way to be attractive until you become a brand name. Now, once you become a brand name, right now, Drake can tomorrow say, I'm dropping a T-shirt. It says Drake. Buy it. And people will buy it. And he probably already has a shirt that just says Drake on it. I'm just using that as an example. But he's, he, him himself is a brand name already. And so 
he doesn't have to worry about trying to brand himself. He's he's there at this point. And one day you will be at that point too. But before you get there, you have to come up with some creative ways, create some attractive merch that's going to make people engage and want to buy it from you, right? So to recap, number one, we have to be creative. Get creative and come up with these memorable moments for your fans to engage with you. Where do your where are your fans? Follow the data. If you're not a pro subscriber on SoundCloud, you are cheating yourself. And the only reason why you're cheating yourself is because you can't look at the data. That's it. It's fifteen dollars a month. You probably go out to lunch twice at least twice a week spending more than fifteen dollars. Skip one of those times and subscribe. And this is not an ad for SoundCloud. This is solely me telling you to follow the data. Get you a pro account on SoundCloud so you can look at where your stats are. Some of you right now probably getting 20,000 plays on your music and don't know where those people are playing your music at. And it's sad. It's not ideal. It's not what you want. You want to know where people are listening to your music. Right now, if you... You have your music on Spotify. Go to artists.spotify.com and log in as an artist and figure out where your your music is being played. That's a free service that Spotify offers. Go there now and find out where your music is being played. That's all you got to do. Look at the data. I can't stress that enough, man. Really look at the data and find out where you are. And on top of looking for the, looking at the data, don't get discouraged by the small numbers, man. Like, the truth is, I don't get a lot of streams on Spotify. I don't. But I, I get enough so I can look at the data and kind of know where, you know, the music is being played. So if the music is being played mainly in Atlanta, cool. Spread out. And do some stuff that if your music is being played in Atlanta, you know that once a month I can do a show in Atlanta. That's cool. But now it's about going past that. Look at the next city. Even if the next city is significantly smaller chunk than your top city, that's cool. There are some things that you can do, and we're going to talk about that in in future podcasts. What you can do to engage in those numbers of where the data is relatively small right now. We'll get into that at a later time. I don't I don't want to get into that right now. But that is something that you can do. These are things, small practical things that's going on that you got to figure it out. You got to learn how to engage and figure it out. And you can do that. You know, and I know for, for me personally, I'm really giving you this information because it was stuff that I was struggling with. And it was things that I did not personally want to do. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to follow the data. I didn't want to pay $15 a month to, you know, be able to look at the data. I didn't want to do that. It's too expensive. I got bills to pay, right? (laughs) That's what you say. I got bills to pay. I don't want to spend this extra money. But the truth is, spending that extra money gives you an opportunity to make more money. Right. If I'm an indie artist, every dollar counts. So why waste my time going to markets that that are not listening to my music? And I'm not saying that you can't go to those other markets, but you're you're serving. It's a disservice to yourself.
to skip over the markets that's already supporting you. That's really what I'm saying here. So if you have markets that are already truly supporting you, if you don't visit those markets, you're cheating yourself. You're truly cheating yourself by not already visiting those markets. So if you look at the data and you got six markets that are pretty much given a chunk of, of your listenership, your viewership, you know, whether that's on YouTube, Spotify, wherever your music is being streamed, you should be able to look at that data. Look at your website data, all of those places. But if my top five or six cities is this one place, you know, these different locations, and I haven't did a show in those places, it's a disservice to yourself as an indie artist. Look at the data, go where the data tells you to go. And once you get to that data and get to those places where the data is telling you to go, do something memorable in those places. Don't just go and put on the show. That's cool. If you go there and put on the show, that's cool. But there are some other things that you can do when you're in those places. So say that your top listenership is in Mobile, Alabama, which we have a pretty good viewership in Mobile, Alabama and Pensacola, right? This is us as paid in America. Next time we go to Mobile, we got to do something creative. So once one time we were in Mobile, we performed outside with a live band in the middle of the street. It was like they had something called Art Walk that they do uh, on a monthly basis. And so we were just outside. That's a memorable moment. We got the footage. We packaged the footage. We put it back out. People were able to see that. You can engage. And now what we're going to do, oh, I'll save that for something else. You guys can get that. But create a memorable moment. Go to those places where you can be memorable and work off of that. That's, that's your goal. If you don't take anything else away from this podcast, three points, and we'll sound off and, you know, see you guys next week type deal. Number one, if you haven't, make sure you are subscribed to to any place that's going to allow you to see the data. So if you got to pay the extra bucks to SoundCloud to get the data, pay the extra bucks to SoundCloud so you can get the data. YouTube, look at the analytics on YouTube. Um, Spotify, sign up for it, get the data on Spotify. Your website, if you have not, go to Google Analytics and add the tracking code to your website so you can track your website and see where your traffic is coming from. Or if you have a WordPress site, they should have some built-in analytics to kind of help you uh, navigate that and be able to see. Go ahead and do that. That's imperative that you do that. So that's number one. Make sure you sign up and have everything that you can to, to view your data so you can follow your data. Number two, look at that data and determine where you need to go, right? Determine where you need to go. And we're, we're only talking about going, doing shows or whatever, whatever you got to do. Determine where you need to go by looking at that data. Point number three. Once you know where to go from looking at that data, do something memorable in those places. Create a memorable moment in those places. I don't care if you got to drive. If you're an artist that's only getting plays in Georgia, that's the only place you're getting plays at. But you're getting plays in Atlanta, you're getting plays in Columbus, Macon, Augusta, Savannah. Well, guess what? You just set up a five to six city tour right there. Do something creative in all of those places. 
Some people think that you got to be in a club to do a show. You don't. You don't have to be at a concert venue. What you can do is invest a little bit of money, get you a nice sound system set up, go to a place, pop open your trunk, and do a concert live in a parking lot. Invite people there. That's the one I'm giving you that one for free. That's free. Right there. Get a generator. Plug up. Text those people where you have that data at, right? You know where those people are at. Text those people. Email those people. Whatever you got to do, contact those people in that city. Tell them like, hey, I know you've been listening to the music. As a token of appreciation, I'm doing a pull-up. I'm going to be in your city at this location. Free concert. Call your friends. Pull-up is free. We got free alcohol if you're over 21. We got free pizza. People, you can go in right now. I know it's not good pizza. But right now, you can go and spend 50 bucks and get 10 boxes of pizza from Little Caesars. 10 hot and ready. Like I said, it's not good pizza at all. It's okay. But who doesn't like free pizza, man? If you got free food, people don't care. They just want free. They, they like free. As long as it's free, you're cool. You're good to go. Free pizza, free drinks. You can go and buy bottled water. It's not going to matter. Go right now and do those small things. This is something that will probably cost you $200 max to do if you already have your sound system. Now, you might have to rent a sound system or whatever, but if you don't have all of that stuff, food-wise, it's $200. Man, you can come up with $200 easy if you're serious about your career. It's something simple that you can do right now. Go and buy pizza, go and buy bottled water, go and buy... Start off with one drink. Like, hey, I want to do this. I think this is cool. But hey, I'm only serving one type of drink. And that drink can be a specialty drink, whatever is unique to you. And make that available. Have your bartender there. Make that available. Have bottled water there. And like, hey, it's free until supplies last. Pull up. Boom. Create a memorable moment. And don't get caught up in these numbers. People are worrying about a million people showing up to places. You don't need a million people. You need 25 to 50 people showing up with somebody videotaping it, having a good time. 50 to 25 to 50 people having a good time to your music will translate better than 100,000 people that have no clue who you are and is not paying you any attention. These 25 to 50 people that are there that are for you, that are rocking for you, are going to go and tell other people. And when that video go up, you make sure you share that video with them. Do the same thing you did when you were there and you texted them and emailed them and told them that you were there. Do the same thing. It was like, hey, just wanted to let you know, here's the video that I put up of the experience so you guys can relive it. I had a great time. I can't wait to come back and ride with you guys again. Hope you enjoyed it. Hey, do me a favor. If you like it, tell somebody else about it. Boom. Leave it alone and walk off. And now what you've done, you've had an opportunity to not only, A, you went to one city that you know you have listeners of your music at, number one, so you're not just going somewhere blindly. You know that I got people here that rocks with me already, so I'm here. So at the very least, I'm going to get a handful of people because they rock with me already. They've been listening. I'm looking at the data. They're already here. They rock with me already. So you know at the very least you're going to have a handful of people there. Do that. Boom. Knock it out. And guess what? If only 10 people show up, then everybody take home a box of pizza for themselves. 
that's still a conversation that to be had. And you rock out with those 10 people like they're 10,000 and have a great time. And then you rinse and repeat. Now, this is not something that you got to do on a weekly basis. Like, you don't have to do this. And, you know, people's like, oh, man, if that's going to cost me $200. If I got five, six, that's $1,000. I can't do $1,000 in, in a week. No, spread it out. That can be something you can do, you know, every every month, every other month, whatever you got to do. Just follow the data. That's it. Hopefully this, this helped you out. I'm so happy to be back. Uh, I will be back in the studio to record this so you can get a clearer message. It won't just be in the car, but hey, you got to do what you got to do. The technology is afforded, uh, and so we got to do what we got to do at the time. I know at the beginning of the podcast, you're probably hearing a lot of things in my car because I had it on pretty much like recording speakerphone, and then I plugged my headphones in so you can get a more clear audio. So I do apologize about the early audio, uh, but at the end of the day, you still got content that you should be able to enjoy uh, and learn from, so thank you guys so much for rocking with us thank you for sticking it out in the long call while we were in that transitional period um but we're back and uh we're super excited to be back and as always number one please subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it and rate and review it tell a friend to leave you know um and leave comments and let me know how you enjoyed this episode and as always if you have a dream pray on that dream research that dream and work until that dream becomes a reality i'm last name good at the straight out the damn podcast see you guys next week for real this time